buddy walking 24 Slayton. We got high here. High's an old, high's an old buddy. He uh, used to work. He used to own, right? Part no, owner? I Part was owner? just working. Yeah. You were the owner? Mm -hmm. Were you an owner? Okay. He's no, I wasn't. Tony was the owner. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he was a part, um, he was an employee. He ran, the, he ran it. He ran the day. I was managing it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Rucksters, if you guys um, know back in the day, Rucksters, they did um, the Honda Ruckus and they just made crazy parts and crazy bikes and crazy builds. And yeah. I think they're still around a little bit. Tony does his stuff here and there, but you know, he has other ventures, side job. Right. Yeah. Tony's still doing, um, selling parts on the side okay. um for some of the people but you guys were everywhere like you're selling in japan and yeah yeah for for a minute we were you know we opened up the, the imports to selling our parts to japan and uh, mostly japan some some uh, uh one korean shop um in korea um and then all over the united states a lot in canada and stuff like that i like it i like it yeah, yeah you had some crazy builds now yeah, we were known for our builds yeah. more, more, more so than fat tires else. and engine swaps. Yeah. So. Well, it's just I think the overall builds. I mean, the fat tire kind of came from Japan already, yeah. like the style they were doing it. But we kind of put, well, Tony and my my uh, my brother Sonny, they kind of put their own twist to it. And then Tony was drawing conclusions from like you know builders like uh, the guy from Exile Customs and stuff like that. He was watching like Jesse James builds and stuff, so he was incorporating some of those ideas and stuff into the, the scooters yeah and uh yeah we, we kind of made a big name okay so and then um jordan has something to say okay uh, oh <laughs> okay so yeah that's fine you're gonna get in trouble okay so <laughs> it's like ADD going, yeah he's like yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay yeah yeah well that's cool that yeah, I remember like the orange. What was that orange one? Top secret. Top secret. Sick. Yeah, that one. was the first like um, build we did that had the the rear center shock. Yeah. And at the no, time, wasn't that the white one? No, okay. no, the rear center shock was on top secret. We're they we were gonna put it on my bike, barely legal. Yeah. Um, but we just ran out of time. We 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 wanted to finish our bike for the Super Sunday that was coming up. Yeah. And Sunny had the idea in his head. To do a center shock but we just ran out of time so i was like skip it you know we'll just finish up the build as it was um and then johnny's bike was the second bike uh, after that we built uh top secret and we added the center shock yeah there. no one ever seen it worldwide no one had there was no center shock on yours yeah. yours was a gray one right mine's gray one, yeah. and then the yeah, orange was tony's and then whose was a white one the sunny built the white one wasn't that one of your last builds um we had a couple of white bills so i'm not sure exactly the one that was like crazy, all white crazy crazy did it have like hydraulics or uh, we you guys went crazy on that one it was like because we just shot it for the magazine that was the we we're waiting for it forever was that the one with flames because tony did the one with flames that was game over that one blew everybody's minds yeah too. maybe it was game over. we built that one for a, a tv show um called i customs yeah yeah um i think i have pictures of it right yeah now. yeah <laughs> Um, but Sonny built a couple of white ones uh, for himself and also one for a customer called White the Fuck. Oh. And that one had a... I can't show you pictures because my hard drive has the pictures on. Uh-oh. That was good, huh? That was smart. That's a great one, dude. Yes. Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't hate me. Don't. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was good times, man. We, we, we were killing it back then yeah. with the builds. Yeah, you guys um, were like people so were calling us from all over the country. Hey, can you build me a bike? Can you build me a bike? And our first call was, I think, from Utah and then Hawaii, you know, and then uh, Toronto. And the next thing you know, everybody started calling. Yeah, I was building at least 15 customs a year. That was, you guys were always busy. Yeah. yeah we, were, we were slammed all the time, shipping bikes everywhere. So um, I, think, I think we were probably the most prolific at the time yeah um, as far as building quality bikes original style and um just the, the sheer numbers of what we were putting out it's pretty ridiculous yeah it was fun it was fun lots of fun <laughs> a lot of work too though you know you know how it was yeah and, i watched you guys yeah we would work 80 hours a week sometimes to go shows maybe you know? maybe even a little more yeah <laughs> yeah Come home at four, wake up at eight, and go back to the shop. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the traveling, you know, we did shows out of out of the, the city. We'll be driving our scooters to different states or you guys started the super Sundays, right? No, that's a Steven Killer Scooter. Um, oh, Killer Scooters. Okay. Uh, thing. So, yeah, we we just you know we were one of the first to join him in in that ride and stuff, and wow. you know blew it up. But but Super Sunday wasn't just a ride. It, it started as as a ride, but it became like a showcase. Yeah. Where not just our shop, but other shops in LA, other shops from other states were coming down to show their bills off. You know? Yeah. I remember that. Um, so it was a big deal. It was it was like the biggest, longest ride of the year. Yeah. Most scooters ever. I mean, it came up to like, I think, 1.5, 600 scooters, you know, in, in one ride. We would take up like four city blocks, five city yeah. blocks. It was crazy, you know. Um, but yeah, the big thing was it was it was definitely a showcase where it was bringing out the best bikes, you know, bringing out the best uh, scooters. This one right here. Which one was that one? That's Tony's. Okay. That's game over. Okay. That's game over two. That one had they not have turbo. Game fucking over. Did it have turbo? It had turbo. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's what I remember. Yeah. He took it off and they put it on. Yeah, he was messing around with it, but um, you know, had a leather tool seat. You know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, just just uh, the seat alone was like four thousand dollars. You know, hand yeah. done from a guy who made seats for like you know celebrities and 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 Harley and stuff like that. So that's your that's Tony's. That's Tony's bike. No, there, there. That's, Tony's. that's Tony's van. That's me. <laughs> that's top secret. That's when we did uh, Honda Tuning. Um, that was the second time we did Honda Tuning magazine. So yeah, in that picture, you can see the center shock. It's crazy because that center shock, I mean, to do that center shock, you, you you'd have to have this one L bar that that sits on the motor yeah. and bends around, where the brackets brace at the bottom of the the, the shock. Yeah, and that bar, Sunny basically designed it like that. Now you see every bike worldwide with the center shock. That bar is there; it has to be there. Okay, no one ever thought of it before that, which was interesting. That's a picture right there. Yeah, yeah there you go. I'm not gonna show it. Yeah. Show it. everybody see it <laughs> <laughs> they can go to google they can do the same thing i'm doing yeah that tony built that bike that bike has got a story too man like that gray one you know yeah um that gray one we he brought to uh he brought to japan for a for a convention there yeah and uh one of our dealers bought it and then he revamped it, he repainted it and all that stuff. And then years later, just I think last year, some guy in Texas bought it. So it went, it came, it went from Los Angeles to Japan, back to it didn't go to Texas, it went back to Tony, so Tony can rebuild it for the guy in Texas and then he picked it up. Okay. So that bike's been around, you know. I don't know how many custom ruckuses you can say been to another country and back, you know. Yeah. Um, it still has it still holds its value. That's an amazing part. So like, did he have like a default, like a stock one? Who? Uh, Ruxers. What do you mean a stock one? Like, uh, like, did he have like a base model? No. No. Is they're all custom? They're all handmade. Yeah. We, 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 what we do is we get either a, a stock Ruckus uh -huh. or just buy the frame mm -hmm. and we build it from there. The stock Ruckus, we pull every nut and bolt apart. I mean, mm -hmm. it's stripped down to the bones. The sun was and then custom, it's rebuilt from the ground up. And everyone you see, like that one, that one is in Seattle for a, one of our good friends. And Tony built that one. And uh, yeah, they're, they're all they're all different and they're unique. Um, and we have like over 50 of them. Yeah. They're all unique. Kind of wild. It's like they all basically have like a story with it now. Yeah. Like, you like, as soon as you see that Bruxer, like, yeah. you're like, oh, dude, that's when Yeah, because I cataloged every bike. I took photos of every bike yeah. we built. I, I bought all the parts for each bike. You know, I was running, I was managing the shops, you know, everything they needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's on his bike. Yeah. yeah, he built it for himself. But then when he brought it to, to Japan, the guy offered to buy it. So he's like, all right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's that bike's it's pretty slick. <laughs> yeah, you guys did some sweet yeah. builds. And those are, you know, some of the parts we did. That's it. I think I did. Uh, that's, yeah. this is, which one is this? This is game over. 
No, no, that's Sonny's bike, that, the Ventador. Oh, Ventador. Yeah, that's Sonny's orange bike. Okay, then you have that's another. a two thirty two cc. That thing, that thing will smack anybody on the street. Yeah, and you had another orange one. Which one was that one called? You mean the top secret one? Oh, top secret. Yeah, top secret. yeah. Top secret was built in uh, I think 2010, 11, mm-hmm. um, probably 11. And then you died. Guys did Groms or no, not Groms were not yet, right? We only did a, a few Groms, a couple of Groms, but it wasn't nothing special. We just like bolt-on parts that the, the customer brought in. And yeah, right now they're trying to do Groms. Like they're doing a lot. Groms, of Groms are pretty big right now. So. And then you guys did uh, the Yamaha uh, Zuma. Yeah, we did a we did a, a few zoomers. Yeah, we did a few zoomers. Um, I think the best one we did was probably for our, our one of our employees at the time. She okay. did a really nice one for him. Nice. And Tony also. We also had a zoomer that was in the shop. It was black and then it became orange. Okay, sounds good. So after so like you guys were around for how long? We started around two thousand nine. And around 2017 is when it, you know, kind of called it quits. So we're around for, you know, it was a good, it was a good run. Yeah. Yeah. Good run. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy the guy? Yeah, we, we loved it. We were, it was just us three brothers working, you know, at the shop. So why wouldn't you love, you know, we, we just show up and work and it was it oh. day after day. You know, so we all got along. We, we were doing cool stuff, you know, innovating things, and we were kind of at the forefront of the, the entire community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good time. It was definitely a good time. I wouldn't do it again, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great time. Yeah, and, and you know, I got thrown into the business. I, my my brothers, they were into automotives. You know, one was in the import scene. One one is actually like went to Honda you know, Honda program and graduated through Honda mm-hmm. with a mechanics degree and stuff like that. Ended up working for CarMax and like as far as engines and stuff, he was doing all the engine work. And then he started learning how to fabricate. So, you know, they were doing all the hands-on stuff. I was just running the shop from like, just packing orders, customer service, emails, telephones, media, I dealt with them, magazines. You know, photographs, videos, uh, making T-shirts, digital design. I, I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah. I just <laughs> got thrown into it. And, hey, I need a T-shirt, you know. Yeah. I need a logo, yeah. you know. Sit down and just try to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, my background was music, straight up. So yeah. I, I don't know anything about <laughs> scooters and engines <laughs> and wires and tools. And, you know, I don't I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we... We we made it we made it happen. Yeah, we worked good for a while. I mean, it, it worked. Yeah. I liked it. And then so after that, because it got slowed down and yeah, it definitely slowed down. More shops opened up. Um, the Grom came out. You know, the ruckus was still happening, but a lot of people got into the Grom. Mm-hmm. We just never really dived into the Grom. We were still specialized. We were still doing ruckus stuff, and it kind of died out. And you know, eventually, one day my dad came in the shop like, hey. The county is hiring, you know, <laughs> go to this website and <laughs> apply, you know, yeah. and at the time we were like, we were already kind of seeing ourselves like, this is not going to last. Like, it's not going to sustain three of us, Yeah, you know, and their families and stuff like that. So I just applied and a year later I got the job. So once I got the job, I was, I was in, I was out you know, I yeah. 40 hours for the county. So, which was a whole different, you know, change for me. So, and then eventually Sonny got hired to uh, manage a machine shop and become a machine um, mechanic for CNC machines. Yeah. So he's doing that still. And, he's, you know, and Tony just fizzled out and the business just kind of you know, closed out. And now he's doing restaurant ventures. You know? Yeah. Nice. And yeah, then, that was it. That was the end of Ruxers, you know. Yeah. And then you, yeah, but you like had you, you know, well, I remember when you had Ruxers, you started with like dogs. You had like Wes and you were, yeah. When I was training? working at Ruxers, I, I got I got a pit bull, um, an American pit bull terrier, purebred through a through a real um, renowned trainer, pit bull trainer uh, Larry Hansen. So I got a dog from her, and yeah, then my. My whole life, you know, this other side, you know, kind of opened up and I started doing dog training and um, 
doing competitions, dog shows and stuff like that. So I really, you know, I really got into, into it with my dog for, for like at least eight, eight to yeah. nine years. You were doing like, you were doing training, you were doing... Um... I was training in uh, a sport called French Ring huh. for two years and then we got our dog to level one. So there's three levels in each sport that you do. And level one is kind of like at the, you know, the basic level. Um, so it was my first competition dog and uh we got him that far so i was happy with that and then i just retired him okay so Wes did what kind of training uh french ring okay. we did french ring um at the beginning i was kind of doing it on and off when he was a puppy just doing a lot of imprinting work which is just basically showing a puppy like how to do certain behaviors yeah. you know imprinting those behaviors as they're at a very young age mm -hmm. so basically they they really don't forget some of that stuff um, and then, you know, I think when he started around five, four or five years old, when we, I started getting serious and started, you know, joining the club and, and going training every weekend and a couple of times a week, I would have to train at home. And then, uh, we got to, got him to level one, yeah. which is only three levels. Um, one being the basic one, uh, we got him to there and he was already, I think probably past six years old at the time when we, when we got there. So I kind of retired him after that. Um, I didn't want him to get injured and stuff like that. So right. plus I kind of wanted to do other things as well because I was already doing that for a few years. Um, but yeah, once he got to level one, it was a big deal. I mean, not 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 many uh, pit bulls actually have titles in those high level sports. He was rest. Those sports are dominated by Malinois, German Shepherds, Rottweilers, and, and, and this type of breeds, mm -hmm. which they're specifically bred and, and made for those sports, and that's why they excel. So when a pit bull goes into those sports, it's a big deal if they actually pass, you know. Um, and he was probably the only pit bull that year that achieved level one. Yeah. Maybe years before that and after. Mm -hmm. So not many pit bulls do that, um, which was a big deal for us, you know. It's a big win. So, and then, you know, simultaneously, I was doing uh, confirmation shows. I started doing confirmation shows with him at five and um, started getting into good conditioning, you know, working him out, doing road work, mill work, you know, um, just getting him fit, you know, kind of treating him like a boxer almost where you try to get a weight and you condition the dog to get down to that weight and see how that dog um, looks and feels and acts at that weight, which you can tell, like, once they're at peak condition, they're just at optimal health. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything, the, the coat is shiny, you know, everything, he, his eyes are clear, everything's healthy at bottom. So I got into that for a few years and, and we started winning a lot of, you know, that's when we started winning a lot. And, you know, now he's a grand champion. So that's, um, that's a big deal too. So, yeah. Yeah. So then after that, hold on. Turn, go get my phone. Yeah, I was gonna do that. Uh, that's not. That's why. That's why I poked you. Yeah, my phone. My alarm went off at one o'clock. It's time to eat. Oh, my fast. I Big do a, alarm. I do a um, what's called a um, intermittent fasting. So I start at one. I do too. Yeah, so I start at one. Okay, you start eating at one. Yeah. Okay. That way, I end at nine. Mm, okay. That's good. Yeah. What do you do? I just have been trying to. Eat. I don't try to eat till like 5 p.m. Oh. Yeah. I just work through it. I work through we're not, my day. We're not, a, we're not doing anything dark. I just work through my day, you know, and uh, yeah, that's it. Just try. Yeah. <laughs> Getting old sucks, man. Yeah. I know. I, I, um, it, I just stopped eating. I stopped eating at nine and I started eating at one. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So just, it's kind of easier because when, like, when I was working at the asphalt or driving, mm. that way I'm not hungry the whole day. Yeah. Of driving. Yeah. 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 I try to do a 20 hour window where I'm not eating yeah. four hour window where I'm eating. So some days I cheat. It's hard, yeah. you know, but I try to stick to the plan. Yeah. I try and do like a full fast first days. Wow. No eating at all. Well, it's like a non 24 hour fast. So it's 23 and a half because okay. I yeah. eat the last 30 minutes. I'll okay. eat. So then it, the cycle starts again. Wow. It's not that bad. It's yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. You get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, every, every day now I'm like, you know, 12 o'clock comes, you usually eat lunch, but I just take a nap. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's funny when people are like, oh, I'm starving, I can't I can't do that, I'm starving, then they're like, yeah. 
No, it's I only you, get used, you totally yeah. get used to yeah. it. I'm just like just normal to me now. If if I feel hungry, I'm like whatever. Yeah, to other people that say I only eat once a day, I'm like, yeah, but if you don't eat the same time once a day, yeah, it's different. Right. 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 No. Could not be me. Yeah, could. <laughs> oh, I currently could not be. No, me. you're 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 young. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> Trust me, when you get past forty, things happen to you. You don't know, you don't even know what's going on, man. <laughs> so take care of yourself now if you could. I should. Yeah. Without the beard. Definitely see the, <laughs> definitely see it coming through. Yeah. It's chubby. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So what did I say after Wes? We started with? Um, so. All doing confirmation shows. Okay. And uh, yeah, we, we got him to grand champion and then yeah. now he's just chilling. He's 13 years old. He's, he's chilling with his grand, great granddaughter, which I have now. So then after that, you started, what? you were always playing music, right? Band? Yeah, I, I've always, uh, you know, you know, I've been playing music since I was fifteen. Yeah. So, but but you're like sixteen now, so <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but you know, when we started Rucksters for ten years, I didn't play. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Really? Straight ten years, did not play. That's like, just that's didn't have the time. Just and then by the time I picked it up, my fingers were hurting. I didn't remember anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what am I gonna play? So every time I picked it up, I would get discouraged because it's like my fingers hurt. I'm like, I don't know what to play. I don't remember anything. It's like it's like a chef that has no food in the refrigerator. It's like my guitar that I had to play. <laughs> right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, my my chops didn't really go anywhere. Like as far as level of playing, it just stayed the same. It didn't go anywhere. I can do things. I just don't remember what to do. So it wasn't until COVID, COVID hit. 20 around 2020 uh i bought a classical guitar i haven't put it down since it's been playing every day for the last few years nice yeah now i'm back you know i play at tony's restaurant lemongrass and chino hills and just practicing at home just you know going to youtube or wherever i can find music and dig out say so, you now i'm gonna have to go back and start like Going to YouTube, um, my all my focus. with all my time, with all yeah. my time I have. There you go. <laughs> all, all the time you have yeah. after doing podcasts, after traveling, and yeah, just yeah. gotta throw it out there. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, before you know, Ruxers opened from you know 1994 when I started junior college. Um, I started taking music classes then, and then I got to Fullerton. After that, I got a, a music. Uh, bachelor's music degree there and i studied with one of the greatest musical minds of of our time you know uh dr lloyd rogers and i, I studied with him and at the simultaneously i was studying with um i was playing for my junior college teacher steve Mosier. yeah we were in an ensemble together for like 15 years you know playing all over la um so i got my performance training pretty much with that group being able to play within a group play live Playing time, you know, all that stuff was was in there. And then at Fullerton, I was getting trained uh, by uh, Dr. Rogers on as just composition and theory and all that stuff. Yeah, and then also studied with uh, with a couple of good guitar teachers there too. And once I graduated, it, I started you know kind of writing songs and stuff like that, doing things. And then one day, Tony's like, "Hey, man, I need your help." You know, <laughs> oh, shoot. I was, I was actually teaching music too at a at a music school, a private music school, um, and yeah, Tony one day needed my help to do online business. Yeah. This is before Rucksters, pre Rucksters. Okay. Yeah. So we just do online business selling toys for like a couple of years, and we learn how to like deal with customers online, open up you know an eBay page and, or account, and then start selling. Just learning the ins and out, packing. I was packing, you know items and stuff back then we would sell for christmas like pallets couple pallets a day of toys and then once we uh we were able to get our own um warehouse this is around i think 2008 2009 we got our own warehouse we had a warehouse full of toys we were doing and then one day tony brought home a ruckus so this is kind of reverting back to rucks he brought home a ruckus what the hell are you doing so i don't know he started chopping it up he didn't know what he was doing. He's taking it apart. He started grinding, cutting. You know, he's looking at pictures of Exile Customs builds and with the flames and stuff. And then next, you know, he built this bike and he put it on the forum called Total Ruckus and it just blew up from there. Yeah. It just blew up from there, literally, like, got a phone call. Yo, you build me a bike now, you know? So this is where it all started. 
But yeah, that's kind of where where you know went from playing music to you know being full time music everything teaching school band you know to doing internet business and and eventually ruptures and then I got away from music for a, a long time for that. Now I'm back. I'm happy, man. I I I look forward to like you know after work I get to practice and dig up music and learn stuff and I'm still learning a lot now. That's cool. I yeah. like it. I like it. Now I'm trying to you know be a maybe like a part-time gigging musician. You know, I'm trying to play like at restaurants and stuff like that. So anybody owns a restaurant. You know, need a need a guitar player. Call me up. Yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. You could only get a sample. Tell him where you yeah. can get right. Yeah. Oh, there's a guitar right there. There's a guitar right there. You can play a bass. There's a, a resume, bro. <laughs> Come see me play at Chino Hills. You know, I yeah. play. I play every other uh, every second Saturday at, at Lemongrass Bistro in Chino Hills. Yeah, see? So, so check them out. Yeah. All five of you guys out there. Yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah. We'll check it out. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> audience. <laughs> Last one got seventy. No, right away. Yeah, it, it, you know, you guys have to build it up. So it's yeah, just all about just putting out content that's, yeah. that's fun to watch. Yeah, we're doing them. We're doing them like organic. I'm, I'm not buying anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. We'll, we'll see what happens. He said he's not buying anything. The more people. This. No, this is different. No, he's not there's, buying uh, sponsorship. Yeah, sponsorship. <laughs> there's different. There's like there's people in there, and then more people we get in different. Then there are a couple of people from them like it, and then they yeah. like. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. All Jordan's and nerdy friends from. Games, they're, they're they're the ones that are bringing in people, I guess. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I think they're the ones that are bringing in because. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's important to find interesting people to talk to. Yeah, you know, um, just having good content, either it's funny or it's valuable to yeah. watch. You know, yeah. Everybody yeah. says that they don't have a story, but everybody has some. Sure, yeah. everybody has, has should have a few stories. Yeah, yeah. it's all fun you and know. it's fun. You know, this. Yeah. Um, you went from from music <laughs> to. Work. Bikes, yeah, work <laughs> dogs to dogs, yeah, and then back to music. Yeah, no, yeah, to, yeah. to job, yeah, it's <laughs> a nine to five. Yeah. Now, yeah, now my job's you know, it's easy compared to when we're running a business. Yeah, yeah. business is it's tough. Oh, I see you guys, you guys would be there, you know, it's tough. You got to be there, you know, 10, 12 hours a day sometimes, seven days a week, yeah. you know, and weekends, all the weekends. Yeah. You make a hundred bucks, you spend two hundred bucks <laughs> in the shop. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's it's like it's just constant grinding. Const basically you're constantly chasing money. Yeah. When you run a business. That's that's what it is. So yeah. now it's different. I just clock in at eight, I get off at five, no one bothers me after five, man. I don't think about work after five. You yeah. know. Paychecks come on time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get to pay my bills, you know, I'm yeah. not worried about damn. Yeah. You know, are we going to get paid this week? You yeah. know, so it's, how are we going to order these parts? There's pros and cons to it, <laughs> yeah. like everything, right? So, with the business, like I don't need to ask anybody. I'm going to go on vacation. Mm -hmm. I just take them and go, and you know, yeah. and now it's like, yeah, that's permission, and you know. Well, that too, um, you you do a lot of hiking and. Yeah, and camping, I mean, right? I, yeah, I try to I try to go fishing and hiking, do a lot of outdoor things that I like to do when practice, I have time. Practice, you practice being homeless. Man, right. For the, it's kind of, zombies coming to attack. Yeah, I'm ready for a zombie attack for sure. I got the gear. I'm out of here. I'll just hit the high road. Dude, he catches fish like yeah. big fish. Yeah. You know how you never caught a fish ever? I do not. I'm never lucky. Like the least lucky person yeah. ever. He's like, been trying to catch fish. My brother Sonny, you know, we've been dreaming about having a boat since we were kids, and just a few years ago, he bought a boat, and that's been a life changing thing for for us, you know. So we've been catching fish consistently. Where do you guys go? Um, all you know, Silverwood, Diamond Valley, sometimes Castaic, Paris, um, Skinner. Some most of the lakes around here, we've gone. Okay. We, we we just depend where it's biting and where we get our intel from. I personally like Diamond Valley. Yeah. It's it's a fishing lake only. Yeah. Um, no, there's no skiers and boaters, and yeah. we call them lake lice. Yeah, none of that bullshit. Like you know, we're trying to fish, and these guys. <laughs> got the kettle blaster on yeah. and they're drinking beers and you know what I mean? so i like diamond valley it's peaceful everybody's there just to fish okay and it's it's big it's the biggest reservoir around here and it's fairly it's probably the newest and biggest um and the fish quality is it's excellent big fish there if you, it's hard to catch but when you do catch one it's it's a good quality fish and they're healthy because the water's healthy because there's no jet skiers no like you know, there's yeah, only yeah. fishing people, so the water stays a lot cleaner. 
than most lakes. Yeah. So the fish, you can tell when you fish them up, you're like, yeah, these are fat, healthy fish. They got mm-hmm. no blemishes. Yeah. The tails are all perfect and beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can tell when the body of water kind of sucks, it shows on the fish, you know. Um, but yeah, I also do. I have a hiking trip actually in a few weeks. We go to the Sierra once a year. Yeah, with, with the group of guys. I, I've seen I've been it. Doing yeah. it for this. This will be my twentieth year. Yeah. And uh, we pick a spot and we go hike. And this time it won't be too bad. We picked a, a hike that's about five plus miles. That'd be fine. Okay, so you um, went to uh, you went to like where'd you guys go? You went to the snow one time, right? Well, hiked in the snow. Yeah, we did. We hiked in the snow a couple times. Well, we I wasn't on the second trip, which was only a few years ago. But the first trip was uh, to Toyabi um, National Forest, a place called Lake Peeler. And yeah, about four, five miles in, there was no snow, and then after six, seven miles, it was nothing but snow. And this is in the dead of summer. Yeah, it just had a lot of snow that year. So yeah, we had to hike through some snow, and you know. We got to the top and literally 80%, 85% of the lake was frozen ice, man. It just had a little bit of water on the edges. Yeah. We, were, we were able to catch some trout and, and filter water from there to drink and cook, you know? That's sick. But uh, yeah, that was a fun trip because it was the first time we actually got snowed and-, and... I was turned around. <laughs> There's no turnaround for us. I would have if it was cold next like snow. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we Ubered, never turned around. We just somehow Ubered back home or I don't know. It was, yeah, <laughs> we, we found, I mean, literally like the lake was all frozen. Everything is snowed in. We found a patch of dirt that fit all our tents in a fireplace. And we just stayed there for three days. That's crazy. Yeah. Just about a couple hundred feet from the lake. What about like bears and bobcats and mountain lions and yeah there's a couple trips where i'd never seen any of those animals yeah. but a couple of my friends uh saw some animals because usually on the hike you're never you're always alone <laughs> um the beginning of the hike you're together but everybody hikes at their own pace so two miles in three miles in you're you're like all spread it out yeah so most of the time you're hiking by yourself why don't you guys stay together though you can't. It's just the strong just keeps going. The weak starts to fall back. And then we usually meet at a certain point and then everybody catches up and then we move on again. So it's just the way it is. That's how all hiking groups do it. Because okay. the guy, the strongest guy ain't going to hike slow for the back, the guy in the back. Because they could be half a mile apart. Mm. You know, so you're usually by yourself. So now I don't have, wear headphones. Because one time I was wearing headphones and a deer literally just popped out of nowhere. I thought it was a bear. I thought it was a <laughs> Forget these headphones. I couldn't hear that thing. You know, you can't hear. You got to hear your surroundings. Yeah. I don't want to hike with headphones anymore. People still do, but I I, I don't reckon that. So. Yeah, but I went no. to. Um, we were in we were in Connecticut like a couple of weeks ago. I was doing a show, so we started Airbnb, and then the people who own the Airbnb, they're like, "Yeah, just when you go at nighttime, just watch out because there's bears and there's bobcats." And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I told him, "Is there any moose?" And she's like, "Yes, there are." I'm like, "Nice." They're dangerous. I want, I want to see one though, but I didn't see it. But like we're we're out in the back on top of the like the patio, mm-hmm. and it's raised in the garage on the bottom, and we're just like we we're cooking, and then we actually I was eating, and I see a bobcat just walking across, and like, he looks up at us <laughs> and like be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he's telling us be quiet because like he was that was a rabbit. Then he chased after the rabbit, and mm-hmm. the rabbit got away, and he oh, looks back up you. at us like, dude, seriously. Like, <laughs> I told you to be quiet. Crazy. Lost my food. And then wow. I seen a bear on the way to the track, but he was like in the bushes, and then a deer in the middle of the road. But where mm-hmm. we were, it was like, it was so dark. Yeah. Like, so dark. Yeah, you see like two shiny eyeballs. Yeah. Like, oh, was, shoot. Yeah, where, where, <laughs> our, where the place we're at, you go out at nighttime, it was like pitch black. Oh, yeah. It's pitch. Yes. There's no light. Yes. This is a full moon. Yeah. But if there's no moon, or half a moon, it, it, you can't see your hands in front of you. Yeah, it was you know? it's dark. Hard. It's dark. There's no lighting at all. Yeah. I went outside. I'm like, you know what? Let's go back inside. Yeah. This is nice. Look at all the stars. And I went back inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I hiked Mount Whitney last year in June, and a bear came to our, our campsite. I didn't see it. I was in my tent. My friend, you know, we woke up at 3.30 to go hiking in the morning. And he's like, dude, there's a bear right here looking at our bear, bear box because we had our food in there. We probably smelled it or something. My friend was like, shoot, 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 shoot. And it finally went away. They're just looking for a free meal, these black bears in the Sierras. Yeah. You know, they're they're usually only aggressive, I'd say, if a cub is around. Yeah. 
but it's usually you see one fat bear he's just looking for free food and they're pretty they're harmless yeah what what bears are in like on the east coast up east coast yeah are the same black bears are there black bears or brown there's probably black bears yeah because the the grizzlies are more more like montana wyoming in the colder regions they got rid of the grizzlies around here um and canada alaska the grizzlies and the brown bears highly aggressive they want to eat you well grizzlies were doing that here right that's why they got rid of them yeah they got rid of them yeah they're aggressive so the black bears very rare occasions you see one get aggressive because there's a cub around yeah up like up there in chantry there's a lot of bears oh yeah oh yeah yeah. people who live in like um my buddy has one come in his front doors yeah yeah people i know someone who lived in bradbury and they would the barrels go in the house if you had the door open because yeah. <laughs> you're cooking and stuff and they're like oh <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean either way i wouldn't mess with no bear they're no, I mean, huge man I mean, so, bear, i'm going another way yeah i want to say moose though i want to say yeah. he's gonna go to alaska yeah, moose are, are super aggressive too yeah. like and they're they're huge yeah they're mm-hmm. huge you know a couple thousand pound animals so one's chasing you good luck yeah i seen elk i seen a lot of elk oh yeah big ones too yeah elk, huge uh, elk are, like 500 pounds i want one i want to get one so I can... oh, as a pet, what's a no pet, not, but... not not as pet i want to like get one so i can have elk meat like <laughs> i want all oh, elk meat it sounds it's pretty good yeah i'll be supposedly you know yeah. watch your rogan no i actually ate elk meat in um i forgot where i was but i ate elk okay right elk bison you can handle the game flavor it wasn't that bad. It wasn't it gamey. Wasn't bad? I mean, it wasn't gamey. That's why I said it was like I've had deer that's gamey and I had deer that's not gamey. Yeah. Boar is usually gamey, but my buddy cooks pretty good. It wasn't really, but yeah, I, I want to do elk. So Bully is healthy meat to eat, healthy red meat, man. Yeah, really. And it's red. It's wild. Man. It's like Real dark, red. Yeah. Dark, dark color. The red is, and it's wild. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I always said like, you know, if I lived in other, maybe like a, state like colorado i'd probably be a hunter yeah you know looking for my own meat so fishing's the closest thing i come to getting my own meat but yeah i'm pretty picky about if jordan had a fish he'd be he'd starve right now he'd starve (laughs) the fish like look at him like no yeah (laughs) no fishing's you know fishing's about technique no we took i took him a bunch of times yeah, you gotta know what you're catching, what they like to eat, and how can I get you? Yeah, basically. He's been places where I tell him that you're fishing stuff. trout and you're throwing bass lures. Most likely, you're not gonna catch the no. trout, you know, because trout lures are a lot smaller. They spinners and stuff, you know. Um, the worms are like that small, where yeah. a bass worm could be like four inches, you know. Well, like fishing, he's more of like a sleeper. Sleep. Mm. so instead of fishing he's like sleeping so, <laughs> so I, I you know i did that before too my my dad used to take me to salt and sea to go fishing back then it was great fishing in the 80s yeah i would fish and hold the fishing line in my hand because it was a live bait right, right? we were using little tilapias yeah. and i would just fish on a sleep on a beach chair i would hold the fishing line wrap around my hand and once you feel the tilapia running yeah, yeah. just wake up and grab your rock and he's running away from the big fish yeah. usually and that's when you just pick up the rod and get ready to catch a big fish. Yeah. No, but, yeah. no, he'd, he'd sleep through that. <laughs> sleep through that. He'd sleep right through that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Or charge. Fishing's fun. I mean, you know, we I've been doing it since I was probably like eight years old, seven, eight years old. Yeah. I should take him to like um, the fishing, or the fishery where you, ha- you could. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I need to take him so he yeah. can actually catch one. Well, you know, at like, I think it's Marina Del Rey or some of the beaches here, they do have like docks where you yeah. pay. I don't know what it is, 10 bucks, and you just catch a buckets of mackerel. No, whatever. some of them are really expensive. Like, I forgot which one. I have some friends that went to go, I took his daughter to go fish, mm-hmm. and they caught like four fish. It was like 200. Something 200? Like, oh, that's probably a charter, yeah. though. That's like no, boat, right? No, it was, um, it was, um, I think it was right there in, his, in it was a hatchery where they, you oh, go, wow. you pay to catch fish. For, but salt, they, for they, the salt water? No, regular fish. They, oh, but they charge by a pound. So it's like, you don't usually catch one. Well, he didn't know it. Mm. And whatever you bring in, you got to keep. Yeah, yeah so that's what happened mm. his daughter's catching him. know the price before yeah yeah that's anything. yeah he learned that pretty he learned that after he's like oh no more we're not going there yeah we're gonna go to the well somewhere. my my brother did with his son like you know how kids get discouraged when they don't catch fish so he purposely brought him to this place where you're gonna catch a lot of fish yeah. <laughs> so his son was like five years old so yeah he was just bringing up you know fish like crazy man yeah and he's, well, after that he kind of loved it i should take yeah. him there but well, i'm <laughs> no, gonna catch a gun so <laughs> yeah he's going to alaska you gotta catch something you going to alaska yeah going to catch kind of like 
where uh, salmon run. Okay. Yeah, like the tail end of it. Nice. Yeah. Dude, nice. just hang out with the bear. Dude, there will be bears. There will be bears. Like, but just... they're usually eyeballing the salmon at that time. Yep. And no. they, and those ones are brown bears. So those ones, are yeah, they'll eat you. Yeah. But look at them. They're like seven, like that. 600 pounds, man. Yeah. Them, them bears. Mm -hmm. Get your weight up, dude. But if I get my weight up, I'll be easier to catch. <laughs> Can't run. I got to outrun at least the other two. You're not outrunning the bear. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't I don't need to outrun the bear. I need to outrun my friends. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Last guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just saw a little Instagram clip of this this mama grizzly chasing a black bear up the tree and they climbed up that tree like faster than you could sprint down the street. I mean, it was like 50 feet up, like, like yeah. right up. Dude, don't even try to climb a tree. Yeah, I, I saw one <laughs> where there was like a grizzly saw a boat pass by and it chased the I boat. I saw that. And the, the girl was screaming on the boat because yeah. the grizzly probably got real close. Yeah. The, the video stopped. Yeah. Yeah, probably good. No. We're good? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's probably just done. That's too much work. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's bears. Uh, you know, wild animals are scary when you're out there. Yeah, be careful for sure. For sure, we don't. That's yeah. why I don't go. I don't go there. Yeah, yeah he says he, he doesn't go. I want to go in the ocean? <laughs> sharks. I don't swim house. in the ocean. Well, I'll go house. fishing in the ocean, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'll, not jumping in. Yeah, I go fishing. I caught a shark. No, I caught it like a like this big. Yeah, I've, dude, I've caught sharks this big yeah. on the surf where kids are swimming. Yeah, on the beach. Mom was like. There's sharks in the water. <laughs> yeah, right here. Little leopard shark. Yeah, he was like four feet long. Man, yeah. I caught like two of those that day. And leopard sharks not gonna eat you though. No, they don't. Right. No. But I fished in the water where you know you see the waves come up like this, yeah. mm -hmm. and I would see like sharks, adult, full-grown sharks yeah, yeah. swimming like right in front of me like this. And I was like, oh shit, those things are like eight feet long, yeah. man. That's why those I'm, will eat you. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah that's their house. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't jump in the ocean either. I, I just see too much stuff. Yeah. If I can't see my feet floating in the water, I'm out of there. Even, even then, I'm good. I'm good. They, they swim way too fast. Yeah. By the time you see them. I want to get my nasty diving pass so I can learn how to psychologize them. I had a little fish. This is so yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I passed. Really, I watch them in glass. Yeah. I watch through glass all day. Flexing. Well, I've, I've, I've killed too many things out of the water. I, I, it would be payback for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be like this guy. Well, I haven't caught anything, so yeah, we're good. good. <laughs> I've seen too many. I mean, I've, you know, I've been on boats where you would just cross the ocean. And all of a sudden, there's like hundreds of jellyfish in the water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're swimming right there in that water, done. you're done. Mm -hmm. There's no way of getting around them. They're everywhere. You know? So things like that. Man. Yeah, we went to a charter. We had a charter out like, on the other side of like Catalina. Mm -hmm. We're catching. We're trying to catch fish. And like I caught two. Well, I had two on the line. One, a sea lion grabbed it, and I'm fighting with them, like trying yeah, to. Yeah, you can't fight a sea lion. So I'm like, I'm like, get back! No so we way. kept for a while. Then finally, he chomped yeah, it off and yeah, took I'll off. Take you take take the body, give yeah. it the head. And then after that, I had another one on, and it was pretty nice size, I guess, because it was pretty good. And then all of a sudden, it's ah, somebody yeah. took it. Something took it. It wasn't sea lion, mm -hmm. but another fish grabbed it and just took off. Yeah, I'm like, am I taking my food? Short. Yeah, that's messed up. You gotta get it up quick, man. Well, he was out pretty deep because, well, yeah. like, you know, they were deep, they were yeah, deep. Yeah. And then when I pulled him up, I guess it came like the guy's like, Oh, it's coming, like, you could see him down. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm coming up, it got to like, Hey, there's people here or stuff here, and they just grabbed it. I think it was like, I think we we're looking for, I'm not sure if we we're going tuna, or something else, but whatever it was, it was usually there's Catalina on the other side, that's not, yeah, you need a yellowtail, okay, yellowtail, that's what it was, yellowtail. Yeah, so trying to catch them. The water's so clear over there. Oh yeah, the yeah. blue is it's yes. blue blue. Yes. Yeah, and you can see pretty deep. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's very clear. Yeah. yeah, they're like let's go swimming. Catalina is not the same anymore. Last year I went, it's totally fished out. All the bass were fishing up with like, yeah, throwing back because they're too small. Okay. Just the fishery is just too too much. The other side looks so nice. Like you come on this side, it's like whatever. You it's like see the, right. the the orange fish. Yeah, the the yeah. state fish. The and then you go to the other side and like. Wow, I can't. You ever been there? I have. But yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I kayak. You kayak? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I kayak 
kind of kind of like that. So um, we got a friend that lives. His aunt lives on the island, so we stayed at her place. Talk about going back. Are our friends anymore? Oh no, I still got that friend. He just he's never. He's like oh, he went to he had to live in Alabama for a bit, and then now he's back. But and it's boring. He hasn't, he hasn't been like, hey, let's go to Catalina again. Mm-hmm. Before we head up, uh, you missed, like, you wish that you went, like, fully through, like, just the music. Oh, we're going to go back to talk With the music. music? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, my, my main thing when I went to music school was to become a music teacher. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a music teacher. Um, but, you know, life kind of just takes you in these crazy directions, you know? Yeah. So I was a music teacher at a private school, which is not really, you know, not the same as teaching, like, college, you know, yeah. class or something like that, which I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But again, you get a master's degree to yeah. teach at college level or real world professional experience, yeah. right? which I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um. And once I got my bachelor's, I was like, man, I don't want to go back to school another two, three years for a master's, which you've got to pay out of pocket for a master's degree. Yeah. Can't get financial aid anymore. And I was just done at that point, man. I was just done being broke, going to college. I'm like, I, I need to start working. Yeah. So I started doing that and just kind of took me in that direction. The, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is when my teacher uh, died in a, I think it was around 2015, 2016. Teacher at college, mm-hmm. music teacher, one of my first music teacher. They actually called me. They thought I had a master's degree to replace him. I had to tell him, I had to tell him no. I'm like, I don't have a master's degree. I gotta tell you that. And yeah. there's somebody out there that has it. There's plenty of other people that are qualified with the degree. You couldn't and, Photoshop one? Gonna call you up. (laughs) You know, at that point, I was like, man, if I had that master's, I would have gotten that job right then and there. Yeah, Yeah. but you know, it's okay. I don't regret anything. Mm -hmm. My life's been great, man. I, I, everything I've touched, it's kind of went, went really well. Mm -hmm. Whether it was dogs and scooters or or music, you know, I couldn't, I can't complain. Get busy, so yeah, yeah. You just keep busy. That's it. And there's always things to learn, yeah. you know, even with music, it's endless, yeah. man. Every new piece of music I picked up, I'm like, okay, that's a new thing I've never done before. Yeah. And, uh, my fingers working in a certain way, and, you know, now it's got to go do a different thing. And um, everything has its own little problem solving to do. Yeah. But no, I think if you keep busy and you focus, you shouldn't have any regrets. You know, it's, it's when you don't do nothing. Yeah. And 10 years later, you're like, I could have been this, I could have been that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you didn't do anything, so you couldn't have been anything anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you stay busy, stay positive, just keep your head down and work, it'll get somewhere. Mm-hmm. It'll get you somewhere. This. Yeah, yeah. just I've like this wanted... podcast. Yeah, we've been, we've been wanting to do this One podcast, two podcasts, mm-hmm. two subscribers, four subscribers, you know, now you got more. We're so yeah, we're it 10. just builds yeah. up. Right? It just builds up. Yeah, it but, does. You know, yeah. you do good work, keep your head down. You never know where it's going to go. Yeah. You know, I think for you guys, when one day you get this one person, not me, but somebody special sitting here, that's where you're, you know, you might get your numbers up. Yeah. Because everybody's going to tune in. I'm that. hoping this guy's a special guy. So yeah. when he's sitting over there, we just keep getting bigger. You know, it hasn't so worked yet. It hasn't worked yet. Go out there and look for people to like talk yeah. to. You know, if yeah. someone has a good story to tell or someone's doing well or they're successful, they always have a story to yeah. tell. I tell, I, I, Talk to a lot of people and ask them, and a lot of them are, I don't know, I don't like my voice, I don't want to be in there. But yeah. I mean, we're we're getting more. I mean, I'll get more. We're gonna we're gonna be fine. And it's it's getting yeah. better and better. It's good. And then you yeah. get better at doing this. You you yeah. know, might generate some money later. <laughs> Stop having problems. Yeah, like, yeah. maybe take better, that buy better cameras. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. But yeah. the cameras are the least thing. It's yeah. really the content. Yeah. You could be using a really crappy camera yeah. and have good content, and people will still watch it. Mm-hmm. I think if we had crappy cameras or like the problems I'm going I'm to be having on this, this edit mm-hmm. that people are going to comment, like what happened here, that yeah. sucks. That's, that's where we'll get, if it's just You're good, still, still I know that's what I need. We need that. No, we need no, no, no. Once they, once they complain about it, that's how we'll get more people. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, that was good. Cool. We had a, we had some fun and a yeah. nice nice talking. It's been cool. a long time. Been a long time. Yeah, been a long yeah. time. Is that Wes on the on your shirt? Yeah, that's Wes on my shirt. Nice. Yeah. This this was um made by a, a kid, a young kid in, in South Africa. Oh it's man. called um scratch art. Yeah. Uh, basically it's a canvas where under the canvas is a bunch of colors. Uh-huh. And then he puts on like a black layer over it. And then he looked at the dog's photograph and he scratched out the black layer to get the color. Okay. Each line's a scratch. Um, so yeah, it's original art from Tobono. Nice. Yeah. And I bought it off him. I emailed him, hey, I'll buy it off you. 200 bucks, like Western Union is 200 bucks and sent me a PDF. Okay. And yeah, now I have the rights to it. Sweet. Yeah, I don't mind supporting a young artist from across the world, man. Yeah. <laughs> sure, good That's work. Cool. I yeah. like it. I like it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I also sell pitbull t-shirts on the side. I used to sell them at the dog shows. You have all kinds of stuff. Huh? I try to. <laughs> like it's always a new thing. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the shows cost money, especially when I travel to different states. Yeah. So I try to recuperate some of the money by by selling some t-shirts and hats. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's my little my business sense kicking in. I guess. So when you come back, so when you get like seventeen more jobs that you're doing, you come back in and we'll just like we'll go. And, you know. <laughs> we'll see what happens in the next five years. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'll, I'll be able to come back. Maybe okay. after maybe after your next trip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want to talk about like specific things, that's fine too. Like. Just talk about camping. Yeah, we can talk for about like it. an hour. Or yeah, I'm good with that. I'd be good. You know, I could talk. About He's good. Yeah, I'm good with that. things to, uh, where to go, what gear to buy, yeah. what season to go in. You know, what kind of terrains do you like? The desert, the mountains, the lakes, the rivers. Yeah, that's sick. That stuff. People kind of want to watch that stuff. So, yeah, that'd be good. We need get we need to get get that one in. Yeah, we'll talk about that before. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, so right. thanks a lot, everybody. Um, listen to us on um all their all your um favorite channels like Spotify, uh, Google, Google. I, yeah, Google, Google Podcasts, iPodcasts, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Jesus, guy. Cool. We're, on, we're, on, we're on iHeart. We're on uh, YouTube. What's that Pandora thing? There you go. Mm. And then YouTube. That's the one that we on. Like we have all the problems with. So that's this one right here. Um, thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, Twenty four Slayton. Got Hi. anything to shout out? Hi. Yeah, you want to, where no, they can find I'm your good, shirts? Man. Where yeah. they can buy your shirts? Next time they're going to see you play. Uh, I, play... Usually, I guess I sell the shirts at the dog show. Okay. So I, it's too it's too much work for me to do it online. And then I got to deal with customers. And mm-hmm. email. So then you, and yeah. you play, you play where, where do you play at? So they, so they can go see? Um, Lemongrass Bistro in Chino Hills. I play yeah. on every second Saturday of the month. Um, you can go to their Instagram or my Instagram is uh, Los Angeles Musician. Or at Mr. High Instagram. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. We're out. Peace.